What's going on, guys? This is Big Wave Sound Media coming to you with a brand new episode here. And today, that episode is going to be about depression and self-help. Really, I'm going to be talking about mostly myself today, kind of how I've been dealing with these types of things in life and um, just here to really offer some advice to folks that are also kind of dealing with these same things, but aren't quite sure what to do, who to turn to, what resources to uh, look at, things like that, you know, and I'll kind of get this episode started off first by saying that if you like what you hear, of course, uh, please like and subscribe to the channel, Big Wave Sound Media, and also pretty soon we'll have a Twitch channel, a gaming channel called Big Wave Sound Playing Around. And uh, you guys can kind of enjoy me there as well. I'll be talking the same way, talking about all types of things. Probably mainly women, because I, you know, ah, got a lot to gripe about women and life. And uh, uh, people too, you know. So any and everything on Big Wave Sound playing around is coming soon to you on YouTube and Twitch. And also donate to the links in the description down below. As well, if you guys like what you hear once again. Um, as far as my other podcast with my buddies, uh, Balls Out, we are finally going to be dropping some episodes here in the middle of the month of April. Got everything going. Got the graphic, got the episodes already pre-recorded. You know, we got like five episodes really that we pre-recorded. We've been waiting to drop this stuff and it's finally here. So um, there goes that. But uh, also, guys, follow me on... Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, everything else that you can find me on, including Simplecast. And sorry about that, my window's open. It's a little uh, stuffy here, so I decided to open it up there. But also, coming to you new and improved on the Stereo app, where you guys can chat with me live, send me emails, texts, whatever you can think of to let me know of any. And every topic that you want to talk about with me here on Big Wave Sound Media. And also, if you guys would like to join me on the podcast, you know, we could try and get set, something set up over the phone, maybe by Zoom call, or uh, maybe even, uh, what is the, it's that new app. I forget what it's called, but people are like using it for um, uh, that game where you're in the imposter, Among Us. Um, but yeah, anyways, getting into episode here I, I mainly wanted to talk about uh, like once again just the self-help knowing when to get help um, uh, depression uh, drug abuse things like that and the reason I want to talk about this stuff is because it truly hits uh, it truly hits home for me um, especially the uh, depression you know I feel growing up anybody and everybody who is a young kid, you know, you're growing up, you're new to the world, you have no idea what anything is, um, and you're learning, you know, you're a sponge, you're sucking everything up, um, all these new experiences and wonderful experiences around you that you're just ready and opened up to, um, and that's always the best, the best part, right? You, you don't know what you're getting into, but you know it's going to be fun. The bad thing that I think with children when they grow up is that because they're sponges, because they absorb everything around them, um, it's very important that children spend um, a lot of their time, your kids really, spend a lot of their time with people who are helping to raise their self-esteem and make sure that it's intact 
you know, make sure that they're building confidence into them and uh, they're giving them the building blocks of being not only a good person, but also a strong person and a knowledgeable person who knows how to deal with pain, who knows how to deal with um, opposition, you know, and also knows how to treat people even after the situation has passed. I think that would be the most important thing to me to teach my son or my daughter um, would be to, son, no matter what I say, daughter, no matter what I say, if I am wrong and you know I'm wrong, don't be afraid to tell me. Not only that, don't not only don't be afraid to tell me if I'm wrong, but don't be afraid to tell me how you feel. I don't want you guys to I don't want my kids to ever feel like they cannot come to me. I don't want them to be in fear of me. You know, there's a lot of fathers out there, right? There's a lot of guys, a lot of men. Um, and I don't know these guys personally, so I can't just sit here and be, make this blanket statement without first saying this to preface it. But what I was going to say was that a lot of people believe that uh, with men, you know, we always have to have this hard exterior with everybody and anybody we deal with, you know, including our children. Um, just kind of using my own uh, past as an example. You know, my father, he did the best he could. He, he was a great uh, man, you know, I'll never disrespect him or dishonor him anywhere on uh, on live feed or radio or the internet. I'll never do that to my father. You only get one father. Um, but, there, you know, there were times that I look back and I'm going like, you know, wow, I think that if I was in his shoes, maybe, maybe, just maybe I would have handled that situation a bit different, with a bit more care, with a bit more a thought into it that, you know, this is my son, this is going to make an impression on him, and this, you know, this might affect him for the rest of his life. And I get it. I'm not a parent. You know, I'm not, I'm not raising a kid, 27 years old. I don't have a kid yet, you know, and I probably don't want to have kids until I'm like in my 30s. That doesn't mean I, that doesn't mean I don't want to have kids. But, um, Anyway, back to what I was saying, there's just a certain way to do things with young, impressionable minds. Going, you know, again, going back to how confidence and having the building blocks of teaching your children how to really kind of take care of themselves is super important. You know. So, the reason I bring that up, right? As we grow older, as we get older as children, you know, these again, these impressionable things that happen around us, they start to affect our mentality. They start to uh, affect us in a way that we don't even notice really until later on in life until or or until someone maybe who can who can see uh, that going on in your spirit. They can see what's going on with you. They know you well enough. You know, they tell you, they're like, hey, you know, what's going on? You know, you used to do this. You used to be so involved in that. You used to, you know, you used to do all these wonderful things. And now you do nothing or like you, you, not nothing, you know, um, in very extreme cases uh, of depression. Most folks will kind of lose the energy and the will to do certain things. But not only that, you can tell that their body language, you know, the way they deal with people, it's just completely different compared to maybe some uh, some time ago when you knew them before you noticed that maybe something had changed about them but again going back to what i said 
It has to be someone who loves and cares about you enough to see it. And it might not be your parents because all your parents know how to do, right, is to raise you and to try and guide you and show you the way. They're not, their first thought is not going to be, maybe it was my parenting that has my kid acting like this. Maybe that was it. That's not going to be their first, that's not going to be their first thought. I'm telling you right now, today, to this day, I try to talk to my dad um, about certain things like that. You know, just talking about how, you know, our upbringing may have affected us. And again, I would never dishonor him, but he says things to me like, and I'm sure some of you have heard this before. My father says things to me like, no, I didn't do that. No, that didn't happen. You know, just complete plausible deniability, basically just saying like, no, I don't I don't remember it like that. You know, I don't I don't think it happened that way. Um, and it completely feels to you that they your your parents may be being disingenuous and it might not just be even just your parents. Um, give me a sec, guys. I'm so sorry about that. One sec. Pretty loud out there. Sorry about that, guys. Um, uh, the landscaping crew, they're doing the thing. But they're doing a little too close to my window, so I had to close it real quick. But um, back to what I was saying, you know, um, it might not just be even your parents that are causing this abusive kind of pattern that's going on. And I say abusive, not in the term or not in the statement that... Not in a way that I'm saying your parents abused you knowingly. Um, I, I'm, the point I'm trying to make is that your parents, people who love you, friends and family, cousins, co-workers, they may be abusing you in a way without them knowing it's abuse. You know, they may be even, um, they may be harming you more than they think they are helping you in certain cases. Um, again, I'll use myself as an example, and I've kind of talked about this already in the past, about um, abuse, uh, depression, feeling like I uh, um, was not around people who really wanted to see the best version of me. Um, that's super important, guys, that you notice that early on, right? Um, and let me tell you why. You're going to lead a life. From my own experience, you're going to lead a life trying to overthink every single situation you come into, because not only are you trying to figure out why you're so sad or why you what I'm sorry, not only are you trying to figure out why at random points in your day or at random points in your life, the month, the year, whatever, however much time passes before you feel this way. You know, you start to just out of the blue, you feel so down, you feel so depressed, you don't feel like doing anything. And there could be a lot of things going on in your life, right, that you just haven't been talking to people about. That's my issue. I bottle up my emotions. I um, don't talk to people very much about my emotions because 
of uh, my trust issues. I have I have emotional trust issues with people. Um, I think that because of that, it causes me to create situations and scenarios in my head before they've even happened, right? And that could be for anything. It could be for a job situation. It could be for um, an event, a party you might be going to. It could be for anything. I'll just sit there, all the anxiety in the world just floating around in my head, and I'm just coming up with different ways and patterns of how I'm going to get hurt, um, but physically, emotionally, mentally, some way, someone's going to try me, right? And it sucks. i got to tell you guys. i got to tell you guys. It really sucks to walk around, wake up every day and feel that way. And now I'm getting old enough to a point, right? I'm getting to a point so close enough to this issue that I can feel it. I can tell when it's happening. I can see when it's happening. It's like it's like torture almost, right? It's like I try to interact with people. And I hate saying this, this phrase I'm about to say, I hate saying this because I think it's an, an excuse for people to just kind of be blase about their attitude towards you when they treat you wrong. But I'm going to use it for myself in this context. I think that, you know, the issue I have, I've, and I've talked to some very close friends about this. Is that I'm not I'm not allowing myself to live life openly and freely. I'm not allowing myself to allow these things to happen to me and then think about what happened, right? Or to or to really just kind of calm down. And um, take the steps needed to talk to a therapist. Again, it's gotten so bad. I can see when conflicts are maybe starting to arise or negative energy starting to arise in myself. Nowadays, what I do if I feel that way, I just leave the room. And it just it's, it sucks because I feel like I'm making everybody else in the room feel awkward or feel like they've done something wrong to me. And they might not even have done anything wrong to me. You know, it's just certain situations will go down and I'll think, you know, I'll be very adamant, like 100 percent sure something went a certain way and that will make me feel a way about it. But then, you know, maybe a couple hours later, a couple minutes later, after thinking about it or talking to somebody about the issue, um, it kind of helps clear it up. Uh, one example I'll use was uh, a situation where there was a party. Me, uh, my significant other, a couple other folks had gone to this party. And at the end of the party, everybody had a good time. We were about to leave. But then I forgot. I think somebody forgot something upstairs. So I went up with them to go and grab it. And we go back in the room and there's like all this food out, hot and ready to go. There's all this food. And we're like, where the hell, where the heck was this food at when we was here? You know, like, what the heck? I mean, I wasn't going to ask for any because it wasn't there when the party was going on. And to ask for it now would seem like I feel like it would have made it an awkward situation for them because uh, they didn't say anything about the food when we initially when we were there. And then they had a second group of friends kind of come over and they ate the food with them. 
right? So it sounds like a messed up situation on the front end, right? Fast forward later on, maybe a month later, um, the person who's through the party, um, his girlfriend or his wife, she came to us and she let us know, you know, hey guys, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we're fine, you know, how so-and-so? And then I just come out with it. I'm just like, hey, you know, or honestly, I don't know if I'll be hanging out with so-and-so anymore because of this situation that happened. And they're like, what situation? Oh, okay, you're talking about with the food that arrived. Well, that, and then she explained to us, well, really, that food was not supposed to arrive at the time it did. Um, also, that was a plan, such as all that food that was made was for one specific person. It wasn't supposed to be a big shindig, share the food thing with this party. Um, moral of the story is, is that communication is very important, especially when... Um, one someone like myself who is always battling with these mental uh how should i put it you know uh these issues i got going on i'll just say you know these mental issues that i have going on where you know i kind of have an abusive past so i have trust issues i don't you i don't trust people you know um because my very first relationships were with my parents. And, you know, if if you can't even trust your very first relationship, the first few couple of times or whatever happens to cause you to feel that way, it's going to cause you to feel a certain way about people who aren't even your family. Um, and it will definitely affect you. All this to say, you know, rambling on for 15 minutes about the importance of figuring out why you're depressed and uh if if you've had an abusive past or you feel like you have been abused around people you thought loved you, all this to say that um, I finally come to the conclusion that I'm going to figure out who I can talk to. You know, as far as therapy is concerned, how much it costs, uh, uh, how often I can do it. I'm just so tired of living with this cloud over my head, you know, and I think it's time for a change. I want to be a better person. I want to love. I want to be a better person than not just my family, but to my loved ones, not my significant other, my friends, um, all of them. Uh, I just want to be happy. I'm tired of feeling like at random, just wanting to release all the anger and all of the fear and the emotion that I've just I've built up over all these years of not understanding why um, understanding why I was being treated the way I was being treated or um, trying to I'm, I'm tired of trying to understand people who don't want to understand me and that's another more of the story here that's another uh, lesson I want you guys to take away if you take anything away from me you know, the small amount of listeners I do have. I'm so thankful for you guys who do listen. The one lesson I do want you to take away is that um, please, for the love of God, just um, stick with who loves you. Right. Spend time with people, you know, care about you and don't ignore any red flags. Don't ignore anything you see from somebody who claims to care about you, but then they do the opposite. Their actions show the opposite. They tell you they care about you. They tell you that your best interests are at heart for them. But then, you know, you're figuring out all types of things. They're talking behind your back. They got 
some kind of plan, plot or plan against you. They just overall don't like you. And you're like, you know, why are you hanging out with me? So, again, lesson I would take away from this, you know, figure out and figure it out fast who your real friends are. Because you can't because one thing I've learned and uh, this is from the, the book All About Love by Bell Hooks. I think any and everybody should really check it out. I'm learning so much from this book about love. Um, one thing that she wrote in there, and I think I quoted it. Uh, let me see here. Here we go. Well, this is one other one. Uh, um, the one I was referring to, she states that love and abuse cannot it cannot coexist in the same space. So, that being said, I'll say it again: love and abuse cannot exist in the same space. Hopefully, y'all heard me when I said that. When I say that, you know, I'll I'll use one final example of somebody who. I uh, I consider a best friend and an acquaintance. Um, I won't say his name, but I just remember I just had a horrible time with uh, those people back in the day when I was hanging out with them. It was a horrible a horrible time that night, and just I was really considering not being friends with them anymore. And I told I told my buddy, I told him I straight up told him, you know I don't feel like you guys are my friends. I really don't. You guys don't act like my friends. You guys don't treat me like I'm your friend. And my spirit was just, I was correct that night. I was correct. I was completely 1,000% correct. These people don't call me nowadays. You know, maybe I'll call them, but they don't return the favor. They don't call me. I mean, so not to say that means someone isn't your friend, but if they don't check on you, what do you expect? You know, and I had an argument with this person about how I... Don't you ever argue with some? I'm, I'm gonna say something else. Don't you ever argue with somebody about the way you feel, right? If you feel the way you feel, just tell them. You know, if they don't say, "Oh, wow," you know, I, I had no idea you felt that way. If don't, if there's any other answer than I'm trying to understand why you feel that way, then they're being abusive. I'm sorry. And let me tell you what happened. I told I told him. That I felt like him and the rest of the other groups of friends, I felt like they weren't treating me like a friend, basically. I felt like they didn't care about me. And he he proceeds to yell at me about how you don't know what the you don't know what the F you're talking about. Dang, what the F are you talking about? You you're you're always complaining. Why are you being so sensitive? Just, you don't make any sense. Why the F would we hang out with you? We weren't your friends, blah blah blah. So let me explain something to you guys. I just explained to this person that I felt like I was being abused. And then in that moment, they decided to tell me in an abusive fashion that I'm not being abused and that I am their friend. And I get it. You know, maybe in the moment he might have been upset. But if you're trying to understand somebody, you don't speak with resentment and you don't speak with ill will in your voice and the tone of your voice. When you're trying to tell you, let your friend know that they're loved. So I'm not going to run it on for too much longer, but I will end the podcast off with this, guys. I will end it off with this. You know, I'll try to keep them short once again, try to pump them out and uh, make sure it's an easy listen. But uh, to end this off, I have one more quote from uh, 
Bell Hooks' book uh, from Bell Hooks, All About Love. It's a reference to another book called Another Turn of the Crank. Um, the quote is, they are people who take and hold a generous and neighborly view of self-preservation. They do not believe that they can survive and flourish by the rule of dog eat dog. And this is in reference to people who are all about love. They do not believe that they can succeed by the feeding or destroying or selling or using up everything by themselves. They doubt that good solutions can be produced with violence. They want to preserve the precious things of nature, of human culture, and pass them on to their children. They see that no commonwealth or community of interest can be defined by greed. They know that work out to be nurse. They know that work out to be necessary. It ought to be good. It ought to be satisfying and dignifying to the people who do it, and genuinely useful and pleasing to the people for whom it is done. One last thing, guys. I know I just said that was the last thing, but one last thing that I like to say. Um, again, another quote here. By Bell Hooks, all about love. Isolation and loneliness are central causes of depression and despair. Yet, they are the outcome of life in a culture where things matter more than people. So, guys, to end this podcast episode off, I'm just going to say, you know, love yourself first. Please, for me, big wave, love yourself. If you, if you don't love yourself, please Speak with a therapist, speak with somebody, talk to somebody, anybody, you know, um, we recently come to find some news out about folks who have been committing suicide and taking their own lives. And I'll, I'll put myself on the spot right here. I thought about it quite a few times growing up, but it would not be fair to the people who love me to just take my life away without confronting them first, without asking them first. To just take my life away without telling them anything, without talking to them, without letting them know what's going on in my life. That's selfish. It's completely selfish to do that to the people who love you and not give them an explanation why. And I'm not saying kill yourself and leave a letter, you moron. I'm saying don't kill yourself. I'm saying that life is all too important to try and just give away so fleetingly. And you are giving it away. You're giving your life away. When it was given to you out of billions, out of millions upon millions of others who could have had your life, you got it. Just like I told my sister, you got one life, make something of it and survive. It's going to kick you in the mouth. It's going to punch you in the face a couple times. You got to take it on the chin. It is what it is. Don't let depression get you down and don't let anybody who pretends to love you get you down. You see right through them and you love yourself first. First and foremost. But anyway, guys, that's an episode of Big Wave Sound Media. Okay. Again, I completely appreciate any and everybody who came to listen today. Um, I know I said I'll talk about drug abuse on this episode. I completely um, let that left that out, but I'm going to save that. I decided mid-episode to kind of save that for the next one. Also, I'm going to start pumping out more episodes, to be honest. I said I'd do four a month, but um, I was talking to some folks 
who are in the game deep. They told me I need to be way more consistent than what I am. And I apologize to any and all my fans who have been following me. And you guys have been wondering what the F is going on. So for sure, I'll tell you this. Every Thursday night, I'm dropping an episode. Okay. And if I drop an episode after that, you know, it'll be completely up to me. But I'm going to be a lot, a lot. And this is my promise to you guys, my fans and my listeners, my brothers, my sisters, my, the big wave gang out there. Uh, I'm going to be more consistent and drop way more content. Again, we got the Twitch channel coming to you soon. Uh, big wave sound playing around. Okay. And also, please, guys, check out my other podcast, Balls Out. With my other buddies, you hear us talk crap. Be completely real and 100% with you on that podcast. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Simple cast. Go check me out on there as well. And the brand new podcasting app where you can talk to me live, Stereo. Um, check me out there. I'll be having conversations with you guys. As a matter of fact, uh, Friday, 12 in the afternoon. And also, a Friday, 4 in the morning from now on. So, you guys want to join me? I'll be there. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, well, likes and subscribe on YouTube. Don't turn on the notification bell. I know how annoying it is. Um, I get like 100 emails a day just from YouTube alone. So if you don't want to do it, don't worry about it. Check me out on Instagram. Donate to my cash app at cash.app forward slash money symbol BWD sound and my PayPal as well, which is also BWD sound. Um, Click the link in the uh, description below and guys again thank you so freaking much for checking out the podcast and i'll check you next time